Hello everybody and welcome to episode 43 of the podcast. Uh, today I'm delighted to have Katie O'Brien and Stephen McGowan, two of my good friends and two amazing power rowers. Um, so without further ado, I'll let them take the stage and introduce themselves. Well, my name is Katie O'Brien. Um, I was on the podcast with you there before, Mark. But um, so I'm a para rower and uh, I'm a PR2 para rower. Um, I'm from Galway and uh, I row for Galway Rowing Club. Stephen McGowan speaking here. How are you, Mark? Hi. I'm quite new to the rowing um, community. I'm only rowing maybe 18 months now, but. Um, I'm a power rower as well. I row the mixed double with Katie. And yeah, good to be here. Um, so I suppose we'll start at the start. Was um sport like a big thing in your households? And you can answer it one by one, 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 whatever you want. I'll go first. So um not really no. Not in my household. Um, the reason why I got into sport really was after my car accident, I started gymming and working out and um, like that. And yeah, I was doing it every day. So just looked for a sport then. And rowing was the first one I tried and haven't looked back since. Um, the, the brother would be into sport. He um, plays football and does boxing and the younger brother. But I'd done a bit of football in school back in the day, but... Not much now. Then, if you mention my name, they probably wouldn't remember me. And <clears throat> I suppose it kind of was a big thing in my house, really. Like, uh, we would have all played hurling or camogie, and uh, we would have all done a bit of horse riding as well growing up. And now rowing wasn't part of part of it, but I kind of just fell into that when I was about sixteen. So, uh, but yeah, no, sport was definitely always part of part of life for us when we were growing up. Uh, I won't. I won't tell Sean you didn't mention him there. <laughs> yeah, I have a brother. So my brother, um, he recently retired, but uh, my brother Sean played for Connacht for years. So yeah, we'd be a big rugby household as well. I didn't. I didn't force you. I was telling telling you that I wouldn't tell him. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did, Mark. You made me say it. <laughs> I didn't, but okay. Um. So that must have taking you a long, long time to get over like how how did you how did you pick yourself up and just get into gym and then get into rowing and all that? Did it did it take you a while or did you just go like, right, I'm in this situation. Let's just do something so I can forget about it or put it back not forget about it, but like not just think about it over and over again, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Well, at the start, after it happened, it was just uh, not taking no for an answer kind of thing that um, when it came to rehab and, you know, doctors saying you'll never walk again and all that. So I just taken none of that, um, taking no as an, not taking no as an answer and just doing rehab solid all the time and trying to get as much movement back as I could and trying different things here and there. And, Eventually, then it just got to a point where um wasn't going to, wasn't getting any more movement back and got some back in the right leg and 
nothing back in the left. And so then I came to terms with it and that was fine. And, you know, at least I give it my all and um, I was happy with myself in that. So started doing, wanted to go into sport then. So just went from there and yeah, that was it. And obviously for you, Katie, you've had it since day one. So what has life been like with Spina Bifida? Like, um, I presume you're the same as me. You don't look as look at yourself as any different, like. No, yeah, I don't exactly. Like, I I often say that I didn't really even realize I had a disability till I was about thirteen or fourteen. You know, it kind of dawned on me then that I was, you know, I had a disability. But uh, to be honest with you, like, I I was very lucky, I suppose, with my family and with my friends and um everybody that I had in my life. It was never an issue for for me, and it was never an issue for them. Um, so life life for me with a disability was no different than than anybody else and I suppose there probably was challenges and stuff but um I I overcame them and probably that was thanks to family and friends and uh yeah so no it was it wasn't wasn't too bad at all wasn't too bad at all right so I'm gonna ask Stephen a question now um I'm gonna leave you uh for a while Katie if that's okay yep it's no bother I'll sit back sit back and relax <laughs> yeah uh, so obviously you said there Stephen that you haven't been in the Roan game long or whatever you want to say yes Um, how has it been like I know you now and I've seen your own and let me tell you 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 look like you've taken to it like a doctor water yeah you could say that yeah but uh, still still a long way to go yet Um. Oh, it's been a crazy few months, really. My life has just changed so much compared to um, what it was before. Like, I was doing a bit of gym in here and there, but, like, the intensity has just gone through the roof of training and, um, you know, not going out drinking at the weekends and, you know, just watching yourself in that way. Um, but it's been very, it's been unreal. Like, yeah, I love it. Well, I can tell you one thing now. That woman beside you won't... Um... Well, once once she has a training with her, she won't she won't let you um not do what she's doing. You have to keep up with her. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I hope you don't mind me saying that, Katie. No, you're dead right, Mark. How it should be. <laughs> yeah, you either keep up with her or quit. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um. So I um I know he created a little bit of history there back in April, I think. No, May. I don't know when, when it was, I can't remember now. And left the first competitive training camp for Para Rose that G that Ireland has attended if that is the right way of putting it. Yeah, that's right enough. Thank you. There was um, a para four. There was a para four before that went before us to the London 2012 um, Paralympics. So um, I'd say they would have been abroad as well, but we're probably the first PR2 double anyway to be kind of um, going away and going to competitions um, recently anyway, d- definitely in the last few years. It's been a, there's been a long, a long pause anyway of para rowing in Ireland, but um, there, was, there was, there has been people before us too. There has been a few. <laughs> Um, and what was, what was the experience like over in Italy like? Oh, it was brilliant. The water over there is just unbelievable. So you're getting out every day and um, like the sessions are so enjoyable because you're in the sun and 
you know, you're not fighting the wind and the rain and everything. Um, and sure, we, we were going into the town then and getting gelato and plenty, eating, of, plenty of pizza yeah, and ice cream. Yeah. Eating well and sleeping well and training well. So it was brilliant. Great experience. We absolutely loved it. We love it. We loved it at least. We, we're, we're big fans. Yeah. You'd move over there I'd say, if you could. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. With the weather we're having at the minute, I'd go tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and then you went to the World Cup. Um, and yourself, Teddy, you had a very successful race uh, in the PR2 single. Uh, you smashed the record. Um, how was that experience like? Oh, it was it was unbelievable. Um, I didn't really realize, you know, I I knew I knew I was able, I could do it. It was even within my reach uh, if the conditions were right. But on the day, it was a little bit bumpy, so you know, I wasn't sure whether it would go my way. But um, Rowan and Galway stood to me because I'm used to the bumpy conditions. So um, yeah, I was delighted to come away with the the medal and sure the the world record was a big bonus. Then yeah, delighted. Yeah, um, and then. On the Sunday, then he had the double final. Um, he came fourth, but uh, in my head, it was it was still a good race. Like. Test race on the first day, we were eight seconds off the, the yeah. top boat, um, and that race went a lot better for us. Our, our second race didn't go as well. Um, don't really know why, but um, the first race was 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 we were much happier with, and yeah, we were much closer to the pack, and it was really positive. Like it looked, you know, it's really positive for the future of where we can go because the crews we were racing have been racing for years like you know they're in the game a long time so um to be even up up near them was was brilliant and um what's the next step now what's the next competition you're aiming for um so we're hoping to go to europeans um now we still have to trial and 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 you know to get going but um that'll be the start of august so that's I think the weekend maybe the 14th of August um, and they'd be in Munich in Germany so uh, yeah that'd be that'd be brilliant if we got to go to that um, and I know um, it's been a busy few months free like um, just getting going in the double and stuff like that and then um getting the funding for the power program or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I I have to commend you or whatever you want to say um, on that funding. Like, that's just crazy. Um, so hopefully um, I can uh, get some use out of the power yeah, program. Yes. 100%. We're hoping for Mark. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping... Let's see. Let's see what happens. I don't doubt it for a second. Keep at it. Yeah. Um, what? Um, I know um, there's a lot of power roars in Galway now. There's you two, there's me, there's three or four others. Like, um, you must be very happy with that. Like, seeing the next generation I suppose of power rowers coming through like oh yeah massively sure <clears throat> you know when I came to the club first I would have been the only power rower 
and uh, no, it's just been it's been brilliant really just to see the, the population be growing all the time um, and you know it's I'm hoping now that it, it won't it's going to spread to other clubs as well and you know that they'll have nice little populations of paranoids as well so that's the hope anyway hopefully by 2028 there'll be a few more crews you know um, trying to get to that Paralympics as, as well as us yeah hopefully um, and like uh, I presume you want to get to the Paralympics um, and I firmly believe that you can get there um, and like would you be going for the 2024 ones or the 2028 ones 2024 anyway first all going well um, a lot of work to do but I think we can do it um, it'll be great and even if we do go or if we don't go we'll be aiming for 2028 also mm. I think yeah um, all out by then yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have to qualify first and then go yeah that's it <laughs> um yeah, oh, hopefully I'll be beside you then on 2028, we'll see. Exactly. Hopefully, Mark. We'll see. Um, I know you're down in Cork at the moment um, with the Irish team. How's training going down there? It's going good, yeah. It's going good. It's tough. It's very tough now. It's a lot, It's a big change now for me because I was working four days a week and I'd be coming home in the evening like train in the evening time like once a day when I was back home so it's twice a day now nearly every day so um it's upped the ante as they say a little bit now so you can feel it now in the evening time you're ready for bed around eight o'clock so <laughs> yeah we'd be tucked into bed there at eight o'clock every night and uh sleep like logs like you'd be absolutely wrecked um, and even if the training load isn't going up, just there's something about being down in the National Road Centre that makes you just train that little bit harder too. So you're putting in a- absolutely everything to every session because you're surrounded by Olympic medalists. Um, so being in that environment, you just, you're pushing yourself to the limit every time. There's, there's plenty of eyes on you down there. So you have, you have to put in the effort. <laughs> yeah, no slacking. <laughs> yeah. And just to come back to Paul on there. Um, what was it like um, being with the Irish team and all that? Like, um, just being part of a team. It was amazing. Anyway, it was my first experience, and I loved it. Like, it was amazing. Just even um, share the training sessions abroad with the, the Irish team, like, and some big names there, and. Um, sharing the room with Fintan McCarthy and you know seeing what he does in his schedule and you know picking up tips yeah and it certainly has gone gone right for you anyway if you're down in the own centre not, not much people get um, down there with not, uh, no work I suppose you have to work out and to get down there yeah that's for sure um, you have to work out when you get there as well yeah. Even harder, Mark. <laughs> uh, I I I better, I better get my training in so. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But hopefully now you get 
uh, going to the Europeans um, and hopefully you can put in a performance that you're happy with there um, and yeah who knows you could be at the Paralympics in 2024 in the sun in Paris that's the plan anyway hopefully now all goes right for us but uh, we've, a, we've a long road ahead but at least, for, at least we're on the road now and if you get there, I, I'm going to be on the bank watching you and getting my tickets. And that's that, if you go. I'm going to hold you to that, to that mark now. You better be there. Don't, don't you worry, Stephen, I will be. <laughs> and, ho- and hopefully then in 2020. That'll be even better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, you have to get ready for bed now because it's half seven. You said you're in bed by 8 o'clock, so you have to get ready for right now. So I'll let you go. Um, and thank you very much for coming around. And yeah, I will chat to you soon. And I'll just leave the last word to you if you want. Thanks very much, Mark. It was good talking to you. And hopefully see you soon in Galway. Keep up the training. Yeah, thanks for having us, Mark. Pleasure as always. Thank you. Pleasure was all mine. <laughs> oh, I just want to say a big thank you to Katie and Stephen for coming on the podcast. I know they're very busy and Cork training, so I appreciate their time very much. And I, um, I just want to wish them all the best for the future. <laughs>